Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. Are we going to beat the Chiefs in two weeks? And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Are we going to beat the Chiefs in two weeks? <laughs> Welcome back to a Christmas episode of Lance's House of Sports. I'm Lance Wyatt, here with my co-host Ben Gabriel. It's nice to be back after a couple of weeks off. Yeah, it's been a while. It's always great to... Should we turn the tray on? <laughs> I mean, it is, it's the week of. I don't know why it's not on. It's, it's nighttime, December 20th. That Five tree. days until Christmas. There it is. Yeah. Looks much better in here. The scarlet and gray ornaments. <laughs> but you didn't even peep that. Big game with that. A few <laughs> days away, if you want to call it a big game. With a lot going on there, got to get right into it, as it's going to be a jam-packed show today, as NBA is in full gears. And we have a winner of the in-season tournament, the inaugural in-season tournament. Uh, we got uh, the final rankings in college football, and we got... Some pretty big bowl games coming up here in the next few days. And then with the NFL season winding down, only a few weeks left. Man, since the last time we've been on this show, a lot, a lot has changed in the NFL. It's bizarre how quickly things can change in football. But where we want to start off? The Buckeyes. The Buckeyes, the of Buckeyes. course. Of course. And uh, it couldn't have been a better day to come back uh, on the podcast as today was the, signing what do they call the, it? Yeah, signing day uh, of the National Letter of Intent. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. And uh, <laughs> we were able to bring in a bunch of commits Yeah, today. Who are your uh, favorites coming off the board for you, Ben? I mean, obviously, Jeremiah Smith. Yeah. You know, top five overall prospect in the country, number one wide receiver. Always good to see that. Aaron Nolan was a lock. No surprise there. I think the big one was uh, Edric Houston. Yeah. Because uh, Larry Johnson, our defensive line coach, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been talking about him retiring after the season. Oh, really? And so people thought Edric Houston, five-star defensive lineman, was going to decommit, flip to Alabama. He signed today, so. Does that mean one step's leading to another? Or are we going to see? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to retire or not, but. Edric Houston's like the best defensive lineman in the class. I mean, it seems like these guys know where to go when they want to go to the pros. Ohio State has uh, created a lot of talent for the NFL these last few years at both the defensive line and the wide receiver position and the quarterback position, honestly. Yeah, it's only getting better. It's only getting better. And how about C.J. Stroud? A couple weeks away, got a chance to make the playoffs. It's going to be interesting. Could do it. He's Houston, been out the Texas past team. couple of weeks, right? He has. Yeah. yeah he did, well, he did not play last week. He got yeah. injured the week prior. What does the rest of our schedule look like? I mean, I guess we can get to that later. Yeah, yeah. we let's get to that in a minute. Because <laughs> all, 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 I, the biggest news out of all of it when talking about Ohio State football is quarterback Kyle McCord. After a long season with McCord and a good season overall, I would say, finishing the season with only one loss, as soon as the eligibility opened up, he entered the transfer portal. And it was not long later, just a couple weeks, where after just missing the opportunity to go to Nebraska for bigger reasons that we'll get to in a second, it was Syracuse, the team that ended up picking him up. Kyle McCord, QB1 of the Ohio State Buckeyes this season, is going to play uh, for Syracuse next year. What do you think of that? That's where he should be. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, a little more. He was scared to compete for the starting job. Mm -hmm. But isn't it just insane how with all – 
the top teams in the country in need of a quarterback in these last few weeks and the best team for him to go to is Syracuse. You I think know? everybody's seen the tape, you know? I know. It's just it's nothing it almost, special. It almost makes me impressed of the season we had this year. Oh, yeah. You know? Like the rest of our team is that good. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that we, in my opinion, I still think we could be deserving of being in that playoffs. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just the way the f- the final four is, the way it works. You just can't lose late in the season. You can't lose late in the season. If we would have lost to Michigan week two, we would be in the playoffs. Yeah. Or I think we would. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends how, you know, divisions work and stuff like that. But Kyle McCord going to play for Syracuse next year over there out east. It'll be very interesting to see. I honestly wish him the best of luck. I hope he continues to be great. But continues? I think I think I he's he can, been I hope he can, becomes great. Would you I mean, would you consider being great if you got recruited to go to Ohio State? You've been on Ohio State for three, four years now. He was great in high Best school. Play season. He was great in high school, but he's not great in college football. And he's no. never gonna be an I'm F- sorry. He's never gonna be an NFL I think, quarterback. I think what I was trying to say is a great life. You know, he's had a great <laughs> life. He's had a great life so far. And now we'll see how he finishes out his career in Syracuse as you know, hopefully uh, I think he'll dominate the ACC. I can't lie. But I mean, after the experience in the Big Ten, you gotta you gotta think that, right? You would you would hope. You would I, I am expecting. I'm expecting, yeah. honestly. Because I don't know, that opportunity to go to Nebraska and then it just falls through last minute because, you know, they find out that Dylan Raiola's heading over there because his father's an assistant coach. I mean, that one's that's kind of brutal. Yeah. Because that wouldn't have been a terrible drop off staying in the Big Ten. Still got an opportunity to compete against some of the same teams you've been playing. But I don't know. I thought it was a little disrespectful that no one else. Um, I mean, he was, he was only like the for him. 13th best quarterback in the transfer portal. You know, like. I think 13 is pretty high. <laughs> you know? I guess, but I don't think there are 13 top 25 teams that need Kyle McCord. Okay, but how about top 35, top 40? I just don't think he's that good. I yeah. just you got to cut the tape. Like I mean, how I've much? Seen the how tape. much? Yeah, I know you've seen the tape. We've all we saw the whole year, and it was just average at best. Yeah, you know, I mean, and now we the guys. I mean, the guys he had around him, especially with having the guys around him. But I, I, feel I still like, think he had a good season. Yeah. As as harsh as critical as we were, you know, that's all just in the moment because you want to win so bad. The end of the day, he played solid. He did his role for most most of the time. Yeah, you know, we just we were expecting a little more out of him because of how highly he was recruited, and it just never came along. That's all. Yeah, I mean, and now, Ohio State fans are we expect a lot. We expect greatness, as we should, though. Exactly, one of the best and programs I, of all time. Kyle McCord's not great, so he needs yeah. to go somewhere else. And Syracuse is his new home. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens in this bowl game when Ohio State takes on Mizzou on uh, December 29th. Devin Brown. With Devin Brown starting that quarterback. Are, what are we expecting from him even after the game, no matter how he plays? Is he going to be on the team next year? Yeah, he'll be on the team. I mean, I think he's seems like he wants to fight for a starting job. He would have already entered the portal. I'm yeah, that, that's kind of what I was getting at. He's not going to go anywhere. I mean, we'll still have him and... Lincoln Kynholes? Yeah. Yeah. They'll still both be on the team. But, I mean... God, I hope Aaron Nolan gets that starting job next yeah. year. Wouldn't it be nice? I mean, I, I definitely want to see Kineholes in a battle yeah. with those two. 
because I... I've heard good things about him. I've heard great things. There's nothing more fun than a QB battle like that. I mean, I feel like that'd be... Talk about going from Devin Brown to Kyle McCord QB battle to Lincoln Kineholz to Aaron Nolan. Yeah. I mean, I think Devin Brown will be in the QB battle too, 100%. Yeah. I mean, if he's on the team. But <laughs> if he's, think- he didn't beat out Kyle McCord this year. No, but he was a freshman. Or a redshirt freshman. Red shirt, yeah. I feel like we all knew Kyle McCord was getting the job. Yeah. That's true. Which and he's been the backup for since he's been on the team. Yeah. He's always been listed as the backup. Yeah. So not that crazy. But I mean, with going in, we're rocking with we're rocking with Devin Brown uh yeah. going into this game. It's looking like Marvin Harrison Jr. is gonna play. Yeah. It honestly is. I mean, I mean he we said still he was don't know for sure. Looking forward to bowl practice. It's so. looking good though. Yeah. I and hope with he that does. being said, yeah, we're not gonna have the entire roster available. We're a one-point underdog right now against Missouri. Yeah. I'd, what do you think of that, and what are you leaning towards right now? I'd probably put 50 on us. Yeah. If we don't have, like, if most of our defensive starters start, I don't see Missouri scoring a ton of points on us. Our DBs are too good. Our defensive line's too good. I'd agree to that. If we score 30 points, we should win the game. If we score 28 points, we should win the game. I like that number. Over-unders put at 49 right now, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If we score, yeah. If it's twenty eight, twenty one, it's forty nine points. <laughs> That's why I think the score is going to be twenty eight, twenty four, maybe somewhere in there. I don't think we're going to blow them out with our Devin backup McCord quarterback, Travion, Dallin Hayden, type of day. I don't know. Chip Trainum's not playing. Yeah. Kyle McCord's not playing. Mm-hmm. Travion, Marvin, each of them are going to have like one. Well, someone's got to get Marvin the ball. That's why I'm saying you it's going to happen. Devin Brown, or it's going to happen. He'll get the ball. Yeah. It's not hard to get him the ball. I could get him the ball on Ohio State as a quarterback. All right. I All could. Right <laughs> if I throw it eight feet up in the air, if I throw it two and a half feet above his head, Bro, what? he's winning the jump ball. <laughs> he's winning the jump Can ball. Can you even get it out there? Yes. What? What do you mean, yes? Like, let me throw a 10-yard slant and let me throw it up in the air to him. I guarantee so he's you, catching it. So you can throw the 10-yard slant <laughs> across the middle of the field. What do you mean across the middle? Yeah, well, because you know, if you're if throwing, I see the coverage, you're throwing a I, ten yard out. If I get the coverage you know, on the left side of the field, yeah, yeah, it's ten yards downfield, but it's actually like a 20, 25 yard pass. You know, if I'm under center and I, I look up, I see the coverage I want. Marvin's one on one. He's getting the ball. He's catching it. <laughs> he's getting the ball. How, how much time you got? Normal time? Five seconds? Four seconds? Missouri, probably like four. Yeah. Four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Marvin, if I was sure. if I was quarterback, Marvin Harrison, have, Marvin Harrison would have thirty targets. Bro, you're underthrowing the shit, out of Marvin Harrison. <laughs> not deep. I'm not throwing how, it deep. I don't have got the arm. How did it just come to this? <laughs> I just said slants. You know, crossing routes. You don't want me to get into on this podcast what you and uh, some <laughs> other people say they can do with, with two weeks practice. <laughs> I started practicing for this bowl game right now with the team. No. I'm throwing for. I'm throwing. What's my? Own? You go through one full practice and you're so sore the next day you can't even practice. I think that if I <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that I would throw for. I think I had 50 passing yards. All right, I can hand the ball. I'll off. give you that. It's I'll like, give you that. Through a full game, 60 minutes, 50 yards. I'll give it to you. Just like throw Some it up RPOs. to Marvin. No, <laughs> no RPOs. No, no RPOs. Not good enough for that. Just Hopefully like, Devin Brown is a little better. Just like fades, out routes maybe. No, I honestly though, my personal opinion, I think Devin Brown comes out and has a huge game. I think good too. I don't think the SEC defenses are that good. Well, that too, but also just because 
you know, this is his one and only game to prove himself. And he's doing it against a good opponent. He's been practicing, too, with the first team. I mean, he's had a month now to get ready. It's looking like he's still going to be throwing to Marvin. And look out out for the freshmen, too. Carnell Tate. They're going to play a lot. Brandon Ennis, Carnell Tate. I think they're going to get a lot of PT. I think because we've seen it in our bowl games in the previous couple years when we haven't been in the playoffs. There's always that one receiver that goes. Just getting guys' experience for the next season. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that guy next season is going to be Carnell Tate. Possibly Ennis, like you were saying. But I really think Carnell Tate's going to be the, the guy next year if Marvin Harrison doesn't return. Yeah. And so I, I I see a big game for him uh, going in that game against Missouri. The Cotton bet, Bowl. Would you bet receiving yards? Uh, Carnell yeah. Tate? Yeah, probably. I would. I wonder what it is. I you wonder if they even have it listed. Um, we we can uh, I can pull that up when we uh, start talking about Orange Bowl on uh, <laughs> December 30th. Uh, the battle of the two teams, I think they should have got in, but they didn't. Yeah. And n- number six, Georgia, taking on number five, Florida State. You know, still no Jordan Travis for those Seminoles as they take on uh, the reigning uh, back-to-back national champions. First loss in three years. Um, Georgia's 14-point favorites going into this game. Five money in my fan will count on betting on Georgia spread. <laughs> I think they win by 35 points. You think so? Yeah, I think dominate. Georgia, Florida State has so many guys sitting out for this bowl game. Like Carson Beck's playing. Mm-hmm. You know, Carson well, Beck's coming he's back. Coming, he's coming back next year. Yeah. So he, sh- he should play. Yeah. There's no reason for him to not. Yeah, I just want to put this out there right now um, while we're still talking about this. There's no player props yet for the Ohio State-Missouri game. Um, I'd expect some, though. Yeah. Once it comes closer to game time. Once everything's finalized. They don't want anyone getting a cheap one on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> but so you got you got Georgia big. Georgia you, big. You don't you don't got a lot of trust in uh Rodemaker over there at Florida State. I mean they I just don't have a trust a lot of trust in Florida you know, State. You know how they're gonna be coming out in this game though? A lot of energy. Undefeated. It's a lot season. of backups. I hate to say it, but Georgia I know, I, I'm taking Georgia's backups over Florida State's backups seven days a week. So how many are we actually talking, though? I mean, I'm sure there's a list. I don't have the exact number, but I saw a video of, uh, I forget which ESPN analyst it was, but he was going off on these Florida State players for not playing in this game. I don't know. How Just about Just because they got how, fucking left out of the playoffs. How like, about that uh, state senator? Dude, he tried suing like the college football playoffs for not yeah. putting Florida State in. The fact that that happened? Yeah. I've never seen They're that before. They're just wasting Florida taxpayer dollars on a bummy-ass program. It's kind of sad. It really is. It is. Program that went undefeated. You don't see Ohio Ohio senators saying, oh, we only have one loss to Michigan. Because they don't have a loss. They don't have one. You forget. And they're not a top four team. It's the best I, four. You know what? And I and I agree with you. And I think that's something we should talk about as, you know, it's gone through. Obviously, you know. The best four teams know. in the country right now. Did you think they did you think they got it right? I think they got it right leaving Florida State out. Yeah. Um but I and think I think Georgia is a top four team in the country still, mm-hmm. and I honestly argue that Ohio State's a top four team in the country. And for those who don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you do. Um, Michigan they took top spot at number one. Washington took number two as they ended up beating Oregon once again. Texas at number three, and then uh, it was Bama coming in after upsetting Georgia in the SEC championship game at number four. Yeah, leaving out like you said. Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, teams of that nature. 
So just talking, you know, hypothetically right now, like if you put Georgia and Ohio State in there in your top four, who are you removing? Because Texas, obviously, I mean, <sighs> kind of obviously, I have to because of that loss. Well, who else am I going to remove? I'm not going to say Michigan. Okay, okay, so Texas, and then I'm leaving in Michigan, Washington. I'm taking out Bama. Yeah, even though Bama beats Georgia. Yeah. You still think Georgia's a better football team after watching that game? I think Georgia is better than Texas. I think Ohio State's tex- better than Texas. And that's arguable. That's really arguable because Quinn Ewers is that much better than now Devin Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know if I agree with you. I guess I'm I'm more leaning towards, like if I had to pick one, I think Georgia is a top four team. I'd probably put Ohio State at five. Yeah. I I mean... I'd probably just, take out Georgia beats Michigan, just like I think Alabama's going to beat Michigan. I think Washington is that game's Washington uh, is very good. That game's a one and a half point spread right now in favor of Michigan against Bama. One versus four in yeah. the Rose Bowl. I'm, I'd bet Michigan money or Alabama money on. When's the last time? I mean, I agree with you. Michigan there. can't. I just think Michigan can't beat dual threat quarterbacks. Yeah, they can't. It's impossible. Never seen it done. Beat him eight years in a row with dual threat quarterbacks. Then we switch to fucking Kyle McCord and CJ, these pocket passers, and lose three years in a row. <laughs> no, nah, no I shot at you, CJ. I agree with you 100%. I just, this, the Michigan team is good. They are really good. They are good. Um, and they've had experience in these playoffs now. They've been there multiple times. They've been. They don't have experience winning, though. They only have experience losing. It's true. I, I know. I, I'm. I'm sighing because I agree with you, <laughs> but you got to think, you know, even Michael Jordan said it, yeah. said it best, you know, like I mean, the reason why he's great is because he lost so much. Yeah. And you know, a lot of teams got to go through that. Jim Harbaugh has got to go through that. And this is just me being honest. Yeah. Last thing I want to do is try and hype up Michigan, but I just, Alabama was not a perfect team this year. Yeah. They got hot late at the end of the season. In my opinion, when you put up, when you give Nick Saban a month to prepare for a team that's very, in my opinion, one-dimensional in Michigan, when you give Nick Saban a month to prepare for them, I just don't see him losing. I think he's too good of a coach. I like Saban better than Harbaugh. At right now, from what I saw from McCarthy the past three weeks of the regular season, I like Milrow way better than McCarthy. Sure, Michigan has some... Good running backs, but like I don't really know what else they have. Roman Wilson, like, fucking cool. <laughs> They're not running on Alabama's defensive line. I'll tell you that. We'll see. I think they. I think. I mean, that's the X factor of the game. Yeah, hundred percent. I like. I like every point you made. Yeah, but Michigan can run for two hundred fifty yards and blink a fucking eye. I mean, if they do that, they win the game. And but I, I don't think they I, do that. I think they run for they have a, 130, maybe 120. It's not like it's just Blake Corum run. I mean, I know they've been going strictly him all season. I know, Donovan Edwards. But they've still, said, ha- yeah, they, they've still had him. And I think teams play their best football when they use multiple options in the backfield. We're seeing it a ton in the NFL right now. Yeah. We see, we've seen your Bengals do it the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And this is the best football they've been playing all year. Yeah, we look fantastic. <laughs> And I think, you know, Jim Harbaugh might agree with you. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to throw on Bama. I don't think they're going to be able to run on Bama. I don't know. Because they're going to make McCarthy throw, and I don't think he can without cheating. I think, I think he'll be able to, but I still think the run game will be 
Like they, I think Michigan's they got for cheating and Buddy can't throw a touchdown in three weeks against Maryland and whoever the hell else they played. Three through through three picks against Penn Bowling State. Green. Like they have to run the ball to win, and I think Bama is going to play to stop the run. And I think they're going to do a good job just because they have. I mean, I know score prediction's tough in this, but if you had to give one, because I think it's going to be. I don't want to say low scoring, but kind of middle of the road. I'd say like 50, 50 to fifty-five points total. You like 28, 24, 31, 24. I don't see. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. I think it's going to be a much different game than what we normally see in these playoff games. Michigan just, has the best defense in the in the country. They haven't seen a quarterback like Milrow this whole year. I promise. How about the Sugar Bowl game that's taking place afterwards? Number three, Texas, taking on number two, Washington. Um, a one-loss Big 12 against an undefeated uh, Pac-12. Yet Washington's put as a four-point underdog right now as the higher seed with the over-under sat at 63. Is our boy Quinn Ewers taking on Michael Penix Jr., two former Big Ten quarterbacks living their best lives. Out there with some talented football teams. Yeah. A lot of these guys on both teams are going pro next year. 100%. I mean, just er- early I mean, that's predictions. Probably, I mean, I think that's game of the year, to be honest. That game's going to be so I mean, exciting. I think, I think this is game of the year. I think the winner of this game wins it all. I think. Wow. Yeah, I really do. I think these are the two best teams in, the, in college football right now, in my opinion. I think after the conference championship games were played, in my opinion, these look like the two best teams. Yeah. I mean, Texas walked through, what was it, Oregon State, Oklahoma State? Walked through one of the OSUs. And then Washington handled their business once again yeah. as they were a heavy underdog against the team that they beat earlier in the season. Yeah. I mean, I was I was giving them love early in the season, and I just said, you know, it'd be hard to beat a team twice, but even I shouldn't have done that to them. Got to trust the eye tests. They did it. Even the, yeah, it, they did it, and they, I mean, they were impressive. Yeah, they were. Michael Penix Jr., Romeo Dunze, man. Yeah. They're both going to be good in the pros. Yeah, they will. Once they get there. Yeah. It was extremely impressive to watch. I mean, early on, you know, I liked Texas in this game, just first looking at it, but then looking at the spread and seeing how much they are not hating, but kind of just not showing the respect to Washington that they have deserved all year. Yeah. I think Washington comes out on a mission in this game. But both quarterbacks are going to throw for 300. Yeah, 100%. I don't even think that's a debate. No. I mean, these quarterbacks can sling the heck out of the football. Yeah, but it's, it's, hard, it's hard to take who I think wins this game because both offenses are going to be so dynamic. It's just which defense can make enough plays just to survive. Yeah. And I don't know if Washington can do that. Yeah. You know? Right. Like – I, I really want to think that's so bad. Yeah. But so tough. from what I've seen all season long, yes, their offense is so good. It's brought, them, it's brought them all the way to the number two seed in the college football playoffs. But Quinn Ewers is no slouch. No. He's, he's no slouch. And I feel like the, he knows this is the biggest game of his career. And he's played in some pretty big games. Yeah. And in all the biggest games he's played in, has been they've been his best games. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think? What do you think? I don't know. It's a tough one to make a prediction on. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm the probably, public, they're close down the middle. Yeah. It's slightly in favor of Washington early on. I want to say Texas, just because I think Quinn Ewers is probably the best quarterback in college football. Yeah. But every time I think Washington's going to lose, they don't. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I agree 100%. We'll just we'll, we'll find out. I just don't know how good 
the Pac-12 was this year. Like, I know mm. they had a lot of teams that were high-ranked, but I don't like... They were known as the best best conference in yeah. football. Most ranked but, teams, most hyped-up yeah. teams, best quarterbacks. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll really see in the playoffs because, you know, they it's a Big Ten team, an SEC team. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be close. They're in the Big Ten next year. Yeah. Big Ten's about to be nuts. Big Ten's going to be fun to watch yeah. next season. No more, you know... Heavy divisions. Are they getting rid of the divisions in whole? Yeah, like Michigan yeah. and Ohio State can rematch in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting stuff. Yeah. I mean, the whole situation of the 12-team playoff next year is going to be exciting. Yeah. But these guys are a year too early. As It's looking <laughs> like, I mean, it's looking like Quinn Ewers will be back next season. As really? you know, Malik Murphy, backup quarterback, transfer. entered the transfer portal. We don't know where he's going yet. Um, Hopefully Ohio State. Showed his love to Texas. That would be great to see. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the true quarterback battle. Yeah. Him against Aaron Nolan. Oh, him or Cam um, Ward. Those are the guys. If we're going to get anybody. Has Cam Ward, he hasn't committed no. to a place? I, I thought he took Ohio State off his list, though. Did he? I didn't, I didn't see that. I mean, I mean, it's been a like um, over a week, I feel like, since I've seen I mean, if we don't get a transfer, it. we're still going to have three quarterbacks. It's just no one has experience. Yeah. But... I think they're all better than Kyle McCord at this point. Mm-hmm. So, and for hit for Murphy's point, it may, I mean it makes sense because with Quinn Ewers likely coming back next year, and he's an NFL and, uh, he's an NFL ready quarterback right now, and then the kid from USC decommitted or uh, trans is transferring Malachi Nelson. USC's five star backup Malachi Nelson entered the transfer portal two days ago. Do we know where he's going? No one knows where he's going, but I think well, he doesn't have a ton of time to. He's got about a week. He's 19. He was born in 2004. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. 2004. <laughs> he's probably a beast. Yeah, I'm. Sh- he's a five-star. <clears throat> That's why people call athletes superhuman. It's like, why is there this 18-year-old 6'11 guy? Like, <laughs> before we, I get off topic enough, and as we wind down this college football talk, you know, you saw all the commits head to Oregon, right? Dylan Gabriel and, uh, and Dante, uh, Dante Moore. Moore. Yeah. Um so They're it's gonna have a fun QB battle over there. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm expecting Dylan Gabriel to be the main guy there for He'll next start. season. Yeah. Um Dante because Moore he's will. he's a one year rental compared to Dante Moore, right? Yeah. Dante Moore is a freshman this year. Yeah, he's a bit more of a so he project, has, I guess. Yeah. And he can redshirt next year. Yeah. Or he can yeah. go in the QB battle. He could. I mean, you really never know. Yeah, I mean But I mean I think it's a great program to go to Oregon. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I thought it was kind of stupid. No, going, I mean, I I mean Oregon yeah, is obviously gone. a good program, but going to Oregon after they already got a quarterback, yeah, like yeah, I mean, I understand. I just that. don't get how that helps his career when a place like Ohio State desperately needs a QB. <laughs> you know what I mean? He must know something we don't. He must, right? He must. I don't know. Maybe we told him we didn't want him. <laughs> no shot. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Yeah, we, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> I know it's tough making predictions. Um, when is the championship game? Because obviously, you know, these final four games like are being played on January 7th. 1st. Isn't it is always it a week on a after? Monday? Yeah, it is. It's probably the 8th when we go back to school, which is so dumb. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. I truly do believe that winner of Texas-Washington goes and wins it all. It'll be interesting. I, I kind of disagreed with your take about the best four in there just because I think this is the most, you know, stacked final four we may have ever seen. You know, at least since, honestly, our Ohio State days when we won it all. 
Like, I think it's just great parity between these four teams. Yeah. That's why it was so tough for the committee, even for five and six who didn't end up getting in. Yeah. But I did agree with your point about Florida State not getting in. I thought they were a top four team all year, but losing your best quarterback and your backup getting an opportunity to show himself. Yeah. He didn't live up to it. All right. So you didn't get in. It's like people are like, oh, like you want to do that to a team in the NFL because it's based off record. But like yeah. these guys are in the NFL, like backups in the NFL, like Jake Browning would be the best quarterback in college football this year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> he's, a, he's a grown man. He's well, I get that. But like, him. even with a guy like Caleb Williams, like I think Jake Browning is, you know, he's a backup in the NFL and people are like, Oh, like the Bengals are done because Joe Burrow's out. But like the backups are good in the NFL. And that's why the NFL is based off record and not the eye test like college football. Yeah. Because it was based off record in college football, Liberty would teams like Liberty and UCF yeah. would just go to the playoffs and lose by fifty in the first round. You know, talking about the NFL, you got us going into it. Last we were here, you know, the Eagles were the best team in football. <laughs> the last thing going on with Kadarius Tony was the stuff from Week One, yeah, all the way back from Week One. We've seen much more controversy over in Kansas City. Yeah. The Bills were a disaster. Now they look like one of the best teams in football. Your Bengals, last we heard from them, Joe Burrow down out for the year. Like you just said, season's over. You said it yourself to me. <laughs> I I did. I yeah, had no hope in Jake Browning, and he, he proved me wrong. Man, on a three-game win streak now, yeah. in the playoffs, in the eight and six. He's the only quarterback ever to – throw a thousand passing yards in his first three games at over a 75% completion rate. Yeah, that's right. First four <laughs> games. Yep. I got that stat right here. Yeah. You had it memorized. I'm yeah. proud. He's a beast. You ain't forgetting that Bengals stat. He's in a league of his own. And I think Chase Brown <laughs> needs to start being brought up a whole lot more. I know the fantasy, I know fantasy people talked about it for a little bit because he had that one big game, but guys that watch the NFL and need to start taking notice that this he, young guy, Chase Brown, who's coming off an injury Coming from Mixon's spot in the next couple of years. Has been a huge part of the Cincinnati Bengals offense this last few weeks. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's coming for a spot. I think there's a great opportunity for him to be the main guy next season. Yeah. But it's looking like this, these guys can work as a tandem and work as a tandem well. They do. I mean, I mean, Joe Mixon is known as more of your power runner. Mm -hmm. But Joe Mixon's also still a great pass catcher. I agree. But, but I think Chase Brown's even better than him. Mm -hmm. at just his his he's agility, so his ability I mean, to make people miss. I mean, he's the second fastest speed all season. Yeah, in the NFL so far, I did see that, which is a um, crazy stat. With who you think about, who's in the league? Yeah, I mean, Devon A. Chan, Tyree Kill, DK, DK Metcalf. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, some yeah, fast guys in the league. There's a lot of really the fast top guys. ten fastest speeds are all on three teams. I think if the Bengals are smart, though, yeah, isn't that crazy? Seahawks. And that's why I think the Dolphins are going to be a problem come playoff time. That's why I've made that statement here on the podcast. Yeah. But anyways, I think we see it the rest of the season from the Bengals. I don't think it's going to change. But, you know, for the rest of this season and for the next few years moving forward, you don't – the last thing you want to do is do what the Dallas Cowboys did and get rid of Ezekiel Elliott and just rely solely on one of the guys because he was dominant in half the timeshare where he got the football. Yeah. You know? Um, because we've seen it with multiple guys, and I'll just pick on Tony Pollard right now, 
You know, he looked like one of the he looked like a top five running back in the NFL last year when he was a change of pace back, and now he's become solely, you know, the guy for the Cowboy backfield. And while the Cowboys have been extremely good this season, and no, I'm not talking about this past weekend against the Buffalo Bills, but they've been really good this season. Tony Pollard has had a big down year, a big downshift of season. Yeah, that workload. I mean, it takes a toll on the body. Mm-hmm. That's another reason for that, you know, dual backfield for teams. You know, keeps guys healthy. Keeps guys healthy, and you know that change of pace is a good thing. You know, yeah. it it makes the job more difficult for opposing defenses. Yeah, but you know, is. with that being said, as we're talking about the Bengals, you know, there's only three weeks left in the regular season for the NFL. They're sitting in as, you know, winning you get in for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Last three weeks, though, you're taking on the road for the next two at Pittsburgh, who desperately wants a win, desperately wants to ruin your guys' season. Um, as they're on a three-game losing streak now, sitting at 7-7 seven and seven yeah. out of the playoffs. And then you're traveling on the road New Year's Eve against the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that has gone through some turmoil these last couple of weeks. Yeah. They're going to be trying to find their stride in that point. And then you finish off with the Cleveland Browns, a team that's also in the playoffs, sitting at 9-5. and five. They're on a two-game win streak. Can't believe we haven't even brought it up yet. Joe Flacco is back. <laughs> he's not just back. He's incredible. Yeah, he's balling. He's been balling for the Cleveland Browns. He looks like better than Deshaun Watson ever did in <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah. It's a tough schedule for your Bengals these next few weeks. Yeah, definitely. Not to mention you guys just went down with another key loss on the defensive side. Yeah. We did. We did. I'm pretty upset about it. I want you to say it because I can't remember which one it was, but it was either DJ Reader. It was DJ. DJ Reader. That's tor- a huge Torres quad or something out for the season. Huge loss. DJ Ivy out for the season. Torres ACL, I think. And uh Jamar got hurt. But he's he'll be fine. Oh my gosh. I had that I, I it's crazy that I actually had that out of my brain. Yeah. Because, you know, he's on my fantasy football team. I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm having the winningest season in league history. <laughs> Sitting at 12 and 2. Had the first round bye. Coming in next week. And on my bye week, Jamar Chase gets hurt, man. I think he's going to play. Jamar? This week? No, nah, he's out. He's they out. already ruled him out. <laughs> well, he'll be back before the end of the season. I mean, yeah, maybe he'll be back for that game against Cleveland Browns last week of the season when you guys will desperately need him. Yeah. But you guys have had a tough season, man. Had the injury a lot of bug. injuries, yeah. Had the injury bug all year. Yeah, we have. Um, so I don't know. Do you think? Do you think the Bengals can find a way to get in? Because they're sitting at eight and six, tied with Colts, Texans, and Bills. Four teams fighting for two spots right now, and the Bills are a hot one. Texans is looking like they're going to get CJ Stroud back for these last few weeks. I'm not too sure what to think of the Indianapolis Colts. They've probably been the biggest surprise for me all season. Yeah. I I mean I watch them play and it's like these guys are eight and six. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> um, but they're up in there. They're fighting for a spot. I think they have the they have the most forced turnovers in the league this year. The Colts. I'm talking about the Colts. Yeah, I think they're I'm pretty up sure there. they do. I didn't know they were number one. But they were. They, were. they did when they played the Bengals. I know they've had a very they've had a sleepy defense. You know, quiet. Yeah, but loud. I don't know. It'll be interesting. How about them Buffalo Bills though? We've been talking about them all year. I've always been saying I've been a fan of Josh Allen. I've been a fan of Diggs. I've been wanting to see them win. Felt like they deserved it. They've been going through so much. Josh Allen, I mean, his streak's still going on with a pick every game, right? Yeah. It's been a long streak. but Him and Jalen. But they've been playing better football, him and Jalen. 
I mean, Bills end the season against the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Chargers just yeah. fired Brandon Staley. Officially gone. That should be like create that should be like a button alert. Yeah. Like as we bring it up. Yeah. Not just Brandon Staley, but the GM as well. He's finally gone after that crazy <laughs> loss last week. They deserved it. Got destroyed. Yeah. By the by the Raiders. Yeah, they needed it. A team that couldn't score a point on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. It's about time. We've been talking about him getting fired for a year now. We have. We have. Since last and playoffs. Since yeah, last year midseason. Since they when lost we first the started Jaguars, when we first started this podcast, honestly, we were talking about it. Now I wasn't one that was for it. A lot has changed in these last eighteen yeah. months, fourteen months, whatever it was. <laughs> it was long overdue for him to go for this season. But this season has been a mess for that Chargers team as well. Yeah. This season's already over. They got a, they're bringing in a new GM to deal with their crazy salary as they have one of the highest paid salaries in the league for their team. Yet they have five wins on the year. Justin Herbert out for the year. Another starter. <laughs> Pretty sad. I think the Bills, uh, you know, I've been saying it when we were last on the pod. I said, right, I think I was talking about it on here. We could have been talking about it off air, but like the Bills can make some noise. Yeah. There was a lot of season left. And I could still see them having a good, you know, year in the playoffs as well. Yeah, it's looking like the Ravens are the best team in the in the conference right now. But that might be the best team in the NFL. I know I say it a lot, but especially in this AFC, there's a lot of there's a lot of good teams. Yeah, a lot of teams in the NFL go through ups and downs throughout the season before they have a dominant playoff push. Yeah, I think we're going to see that with a couple teams here in the NFL this year. I think we see it with. You know, in my opinion, either a Dolphins, you know, a Chiefs, a, a Bills, team like that, take it all the way for the AFC. And then, I mean, moving over to the NFC, a team that I've been a fan of for years because Jalen Hurts, they're going through one of their toughest losing stretches in recent time. Yeah. Three-game losing streak, 10-4. and four, Lost the division to the Cowboys. Sitting in the wild card spot now. I still think the Eagles are going to make a crazy push come playoff time. I think the NFC might be – I like the Eagles. I just don't think it's their year. Yeah. I so, think the Cowboys and the 49ers are both better. I agree with the 49ers. See, like, I think the 49ers are the best team in football. I think they're going to win it all. Yeah. I just – if they don't – if Brock Purdy doesn't go down, if they stay healthy, I just – there's so much talent on that team. They're just – they're so good on both sides. They play such clean football. Yeah, they're loaded. They're loaded? Yeah. I just don't see a team that can slow him down. Normally, it was always, you know, the best quarterback's going to win it. Yeah. But I feel like all the best quarterbacks in the league right now, their teams are all over the place. Yeah. Start at the top, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, our buddy Chris warned, warned us about Kadarius Tony when he went to the Kansas City Chiefs. And granted, they, did, they already won a Super Bowl, so at the end of the day, they've already won from it. Yeah. But this season, man, has Kadarius Tony been a problem for that team. He's been so bad. He's been such a problem. And whether it's dropping passes, dropping passes leading to picks, being offsides, it's been everything. Pat Mahomes is Yeah, he's, he's been, been crying a little bit. He's been whining so much. I mean, two-time two time champion, though. I feel like he can whine all he wants. I guess, you know? but he whines about, like, shit that happened. Like, the only shit th- that's on film. The only thing, like, yeah. Well, the only thing I didn't <laughs> like was him chirping in Josh Allen's ear when they should be respecting each other, shaking hands after the game. Yeah. Talking about how he said it was a bullshit call. Like, 
brought my respect down for him. Just a tad. For sure. Not all the way. Because he ended up apologizing afterwards the next day. Yeah. You know? She, the team as a whole, got like $125,000 in fines. Well, just from talking about the refs. I mean, the whole team, the whole team <laughs> was talking about it in the post game presser. Yeah. Andy Reid went off. Yeah. Which I mean, it's on film. None though. of them must have saw it. They must have been oblivious to it before yeah. the next day. I don't know. Like, it's on. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it happened. Yeah. You just have to be better than that. You know, like my take about the Cowboys being better than the Eagles. I know they no, just lost to the Bills, are. but yeah, didn't they, I mean, well, didn't yeah, they kill seen, the Eagles? We've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of ass kickings these last few weeks. Yeah, didn't they kill the Eagles the week before? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but the Cowboys can't play on the road. That's their biggest problem. You know, they may not have to in the first round. <laughs> they, they shouldn't have to. It's looking like they're going to win this division. Yeah, um, but they got a big game coming up this weekend. Big game for the Dolphins too. Yeah, we've been waiting to see it for this Dolphins team. Cowboys, Dolphins in Miami. Tough game for the Cowboys. Like you said, they don't play well on the road. Well, here they are back on the road against a really good team. Yeah. Dolphins, we haven't seen them beat one of the best teams in the league yet this season. Boom, here we go. <laughs> a few weeks left in the season. They got another opportunity to do it. Yeah. After an ass whooping on the New York Jets without Tyree Kill. Great Monday night game, too. Best Monday night game of the year, actually. Uh, potential Super Bowl preview. Should be. You know, we've been talking about those purple and red colors for a few yeah, weeks now. We have. Ravens Niners in San Francisco. Christmas night. Yeah. Woo-wee. It's exciting stuff. I can't lie. Man, that's, that's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Something to do on the night of the 25th. Who do you like in that game? Niners four and a half point favorites. Because this really, I, it might be a finals preview. Oh, or definitely. Super Bowl preview. It definitely could be. I mean, I think the Ravens have probably the best defense in the AFC. Uh-huh. Best run game. They lost Mark Andrews early in the year, but... Isaiah Likely stepped up. Isaiah Likely looks great. Lamar looks like he did when he won the MVP. He looks better. Yeah, seriously. I mean, they lost two running backs, I think, and Gus Edwards is just a top 10 running back in the league now. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, they just keep pulling pieces out of their ass. Every time you think they're going down, they come right back up. Yeah. That's how it's been for them this year. It's been really impressive. Yeah, I mean – Odell's scoring touchdowns and shit. Like, <laughs> what do you think CMC's chances are of winning the MVP? Because it's looking like Niners got two guys. I would love it right if now. He won Brock the, Purdy's the favorite. I would love it if he won the MVP, but CMC. Yeah, it's a quarterback award though. I mean, I know Tyree Kill just ended up missing this past weekend, so only has three weeks left. But if in these next three weeks gets oh yeah four hundred fifty or whatever amount it is to get yeah. to two thousand, and they win these football games, yeah. They end up beating the Cowboys. And the Bills. And the Bills. Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. <laughs> Last three weeks, the Miami Dolphins. You know, it's crazy. If people are worried how they're going to be for the playoffs, <laughs> oh, don't you? They're going to be tested for the yeah. playoffs. They're going to be ready. Yeah. I think that's the best thing they can ask for, though. I, I think they, I know you're high on them right now, but I, I think they could go in three. Here oh, in the three? last three weeks. And let, uh, are they at home? Are they at three. home for the Bills? I don't think they'll go. In I think three. the Bills. They're home, for the, they're home for the Cowboys Bills game. Okay, I think they could beat the Bills. I think they can win two of those. I really do. If Tyreek Hill plays, yeah, I just I like and the, even the listen, Cowboys man. secondary is really good. Yeah, even That's if a, they okay, li- if they only win one though, I still think they can be really good in the playoffs. How many wins do they have right now? Um, right now they're sitting at ten and four. Okay, top of the division. Two in the conference. So they only really need to win one. They can't if they lose all three. Like they're in. They're, yeah, they they could probably they, they probably make the wild card, but 
They probably would, but yeah. It's a dangerous spot for them if it they is. lose all three games. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's going to happen, though. No, you got to assume they win one. It's the National Football League. Yeah. Any down. given Sunday, a mm-hmm. team that good has to win one of those three games. I agree. I don't know. Call me crazy. I think it's going to be against Baltimore, though. Could be. Baltimore's it's a huge game. Baltimore's due for a loss. You know, especially if they end up beating the Cowboys, chance to jump, take the one seed. Yeah, you're right. They're going to see a chance to strike. They might take it. And, you know, yeah, teams are going to be playing crazy defense on Tyree Kill. Do you know how bad Tyree Kill and Mike McDaniel probably want him to get that record? Yeah. I guarantee they want him. They, they're they like, we're going to get you that record yeah. in these next three weeks. He's going to be a factor. He definitely will be a factor. And if he's a factor and he's making plays, they can win. Yeah, we already say they can well, win any given week. He needs to be a factor for them to win. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. You need to try to get the ball in his hands as much but as possible. I know, I know the Jets haven't been good this year, but they've had a solid defense, and they, they were torching the Jets Yeah, Jalen Waddle. Aaron Rodgers is, isn't coming back. Aaron Rodgers. That dream is dead. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Um, I think it was what with the Jets be officially being eliminated. Yeah. Uh, Robert Sala chose to shut him down. But it was weird because someone said it was the first time ever someone got taken off. He got taken off the IR, but he's not returning to play. Yeah. They're just he couldn't because he can practice. He couldn't, but you know how like a player's designated to return from the IR. He's got like a two or three I think week it's window. Four weeks. If you yeah. get on the IR, you're out for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And that, but that window for him to return to play is over now. So yeah. he, they just have to take that off. But he's still listed as out. There was no point in playing him this year. Yeah, there would I mean, have been. been nice. There would have been if they had like eight wins right now. I don't know. Traffic. Next season's gonna be fun though. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be coming back with some vengeance. Talk about it. Joe Burrow is going to be coming back with something. <laughs> a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are going to be coming back with plenty of vengeance. Yeah. It's been an insane amount of season-ending injuries for starting quarterbacks this year in the NFL. It's been bizarre. It sucks. Yeah, it really does. You always <laughs> hate to see it. So, yeah, we got, you know, we got the best game of the season coming up in the NFL on Christmas night. But we got some other crazy games going on on Christmas Day. Christmas is a jam-packed day of sports. Yeah. You know? And before we move over to those NBA games, I mean, we got to respect the peers, you know, even though the games may seem a little imbalanced. First game of the day for the football on Christmas Day, Raiders-Chiefs in Kansas City. Spreads at 10 right now. A lot's been going on with both those teams. A lot of ups and downs. Interim head coach uh, Antonio uh, Pierce. Yeah. Coming off his biggest game since uh, being head coach of that football yeah. team. I like him. I, I kind of like know, him, too. I don't know if they're going to keep him around, but <clears throat> he's better than whoever the hell they had there before him. I'm just impressed because they're doing this with Aiden O'Connell. And yeah. maybe I am sleeping on Aiden O'Connell a little bit, but I don't think he's I don't think he's all that. No. Um, but they do got a good team. Um, Chiefs, I don't even really know what to think of the Chiefs right now. You know, obviously, we say it. Week in, week out, because it's true. They have the best quarterback in the league. They have the best tight end in the league. You could argue they have the best defensive tackle in the league, if not one of. One of the best defensive tackles in the league. Should this go on bloopers? One more. (laughs) They got the best defensive tackle. (laughs) You're leaving that. You're leaving that. You're leaving all three. That's crazy. It's almost as if like I'm hitting a button when I'm saying that word. Like what? <laughs> barking in the hallway too. But they do have a lot of talent on that team. It's just it seems like you know, they're going through their defending champ woes, you know? I feel like we see that often. We do. 
And they still were able to pull it off against New England. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo a couple weeks ago. Christmas Day, I th- I mean, I think they I think they dominate. They gotta they gotta start f- turning their ways eventually. You know, there's not a lot of time left until the postseason. I know you named all those pieces, but outside of that, I just don't know if they have enough. I think they obviously beat the Raiders. Spread's at ten. So if we're talking spread. They were pretty close to losing uh they were. New England. They were. And they're probably the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be an interesting game. I mean, I don't I don't know about you. I'm taking Chiefs spread. I, I am. Know. I am. I Chiefs money line, obviously. They're gonna figure it out eventually. If I'm throwing together a parlay, yeah. Just to stay stay safe. But I, I like the Chiefs in that game, honestly. I'm I still think they're one of the best teams in the league. I mean, they're still nine and five. No, they're not perfect, but nobody's been perfect in the NFL this year. Nobody. You know? Even the two best teams in football right now. Yeah. So does that mean you're taking Raiders spread? I think so. Wow. I just don't. What did the Chiefs improve in anything to me? <sighs> They've proven a lot to me. I mean, recently, <laughs> but they, this isn't the same team. Yeah, but. This isn't. You don't have Tyreek Hill, wide a, receiver. I understand. You lost a ton of guys on defense. Isaiah Pacheco's been kind of in and out with injuries. And I think that's a big deal. He's going to be back. Yeah. He is going to be so back. So that's a big, a big boost. Yeah. It's a big boost. No more Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jarek McKinnon sharing the carries. It's Pacheco. And he's had a great year. Yeah. He he's, had a, he's had a really good year. He has. And at the end of the day, say all you want, this franchise is a dynasty in the making right now. And I've seen teams all the time, seventh seed in the playoffs, sixth seed in the playoffs, go and win the whole damn thing. I don't you see know? the Chiefs beating the top teams right now. I know you could say argue that the Chiefs are a top team in the AFC, but I, I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. No, I mean it seems it seems like that's what they've been on track. You know, they go to the Super Bowl, they lose. They like when's the last they time they go. lost to the Bills? Like that's how you know their season's different. When Pat Mahomes is losing to the Bills, something's wrong. I think I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. I feel like you still think I'm talking about how I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I just don't. I don't think they're that good. I think ten points against the Raiders is too much. I don't. I think the Raiders still suck. I agree. <laughs> like I would just agree because they had a dominant game last week against the, a but, bad team. But the the Chiefs are losing to not losing, but they're cutting it really close with some. We've seen a lot of teams cut it close this season. We a have. lot. We have. It's the NFL, and that's what I meant. You I could just, argue every top team in the league has cut it close with a lot of, you know, yeah. raising eyebrows, questionable teams. Yeah. Just like we were, I don't know who we were talking about earlier, but. Just like him, Pat Mahomes can only do so much. Yeah. We're That's, not talking about the Miami Dolphins. We're not talking about the Cowboys. We're not talking about the Niners. No, I We're know. talking about the, the Chiefs. Six and eight Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I'm taking I'm taking Chiefs spread. That's it. I'm for, Christmas Day. I know. I'm talking about I'm more. I'm banking on Pat Mahomes and women's. I'm Christmas talking money. about more than this game. Like just like their playoffs this year. Like I just don't you see him beating like the Ravens? In the first round, just because they have Pat Mahomes, uh, I don't. Here's here's what I think right now, and I'll just say this so we understand. I think the Ravens, the Dolphins, and I even think the Bills beat the Chiefs in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I think the Chiefs can beat the Jaguars. I think they can beat the Browns. I think they can beat the Bengals. You know, that's where we got them right now, middle of the pack. But at the end of the day, this team's still a dynasty. Yeah, you know, I think if they're not one yet, they will be one. If they don't win this year, they probably will win next year. You know, maybe they're gonna. They're trust me. This offseason, there's no shot they don't improve their wide receiver room. 
There's no shot. Yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna happen. What if they get like? What if they a get stud? Like, Devontae Adams? T. T. That's Higgins. What I, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> but yeah, it's looking like it's one of those year on year off, um, and it's looking like one of these other teams may have an opportunity. Um, and I think the Ravens have a great opportunity. How about that 4:30 game? For the NFL Christmas Day game, New York Giants traveling to Philadelphia, not too far from MetLife, take on the Eagles. 12 point spread for that game. <laughs> hey, I wasn't kidding when I said they weren't as flashy yeah. looking, but. Uh, that one, I'll take the Eagles spread. No faith in uh, Tommy Cutlet? No. And uh, the that don't got fantastic it. agent of his who, uh, congrats <laughs> to him, just entered the Italian, uh, what was it? The Italian Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that was it. It's the Italian something. Like the Italian Football Hall of Fame. I don't even think that's. No. Yeah. It can't be for football. No, he played football. I know he played football, but. The National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. So just sports in general for Italians. Wow. Um, the Saints were doing him dirty, though. See that hit where they beefed? He was sliding and someone hit him and then. They sacked him, and the defense alignment did this as a celebration. <laughs> you had to see that coming. Yeah, I don't know. Saints are on a roll right now. They're, you know, they're playing with something to prove. They're still trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. Granted, they're nine seed right now on the outside looking in, but I feel like I should mention it. But I don't know because you know this episode won't be out by the time the game's played. But Thursday night football this week, you know, Rams Saints doesn't sound like a big game, but in LA, like I just said, both teams are sitting at seven and seven. Still fighting to make the playoffs. Yeah. Winner, I saw I saw this. Winner of the game has an over 70% chance. Loser has a less than 20. Wow. Of this Big game. game for those guys. Huge huh? game on Thursday night football. Amazon Prime. Tomorrow night, December 21st. Who do you think wins? Probably take the Rams. Yeah, I was going to say. I'd probably um, take the Rams too. I, li- I like the Rams. And I think they compete to get into the playoffs. I'm crazy. I think they get in. I think they beat. I think they win this game Thursday night. They got the Giants the week after on New Year's Eve. I like that. W. Yeah. Yeah, they finished the season on the road against the 49ers, but yeah, it's probably an L. But if they win these next two games, I think they get in regardless. Yeah. I think. I don't know that for sure. Don't quote me. But Then why do they have to go play the Niners or the boys? Or And who knows? I mean, yeah, most likely the Niners will play all their guys, but let's say they have the one seed clinched. Yeah. Sit Brock Purdy. Yeah. We don't need you. Sit CMC, you know, it's big possibility. Debo, Trent, yeah, them all. Especially if they clinch, yeah. But you know, they got to win these next couple games. Yeah, still a step away. That being said, I mean, feel like we got to move over to the Christmas Day games in the NBA, right? Yeah. But how about the in in season tournament result? What'd you think of that? I mean, I would. I hate to say it, but I was not wrong about that Indiana Pacers call. Yeah, no, you weren't. Holy crap! That was a while ago. Vengeance. You did it was say. a few weeks ago. You did say. They ended up making the championship. No, they didn't win at all. Got stopped by LeBron. <laughs> it would be LeBron that would win the inaugural in-season tournament championship. You want to know why? Destin. Jordan didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan didn't win the in-season tournament. He didn't win the first ever. <laughs> but Jordan wouldn't have cared. Shout out to Ed- <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he would have cared. You want to know why? Because it's, for, it's competition. You know why? He, you know why he would have liked the end season tournament so much? Why? He would have gotten to spend a weekend in Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah. He would have loved <laughs> that. Would have loved that. 
But it's weird, though, because as soon as both those teams were in the championship, yes, it was L.A. that ended up taking it home. They've both gone on losing streaks yeah. um, since the end of that. I mean, Pacers were a top three seed in the Eastern Conference while that was going on. Today, they're sitting at the eight seed, 13 and 12, four and six of their last 10. Yeah. I mean, granted, everything's jam-packed. It's early in the season, but a big drop-off for them. L.A. on the other side? Sitting at 15 and 12, eight seed in the Western Conference, five and five, last 10. There's been a lot of questions surrounding, you know, guys like Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Gerald Vanderbilt. It's been very interesting in the NBA this season. How about the Orlando Magic, man? I mean, yeah, I know I'm about to hype them up, even though they just got season swept by my Celtics this past week. But they've been our kryptonite the last couple of years. And I know that sounds crazy because they've sucked. Yeah. But they have. They've they've been beating us every year for the last couple of years. We ended up dominating them on the back to back, home and home. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're sitting at the four seed, sixteen and nine in the Eastern Conference right now. You think that's sustainable for that young team? No. Paolo Bancaro? No. I just don't think they have all the pieces yet for it to happen. You know, looking like the, at like the Utah Jazz started hot last year and fell off. Yeah. And I kind of see it being similar to that. You know, I do. Paulo is fantastic. He's really he's fantastic. He's a superstar. Yeah, he's a great player. Superstar. He's no joke. I mean, number one pick for a reason. Yeah, but he needs yeah. he needs some more help. Um, I think I just think they need a a center. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say they need a couple more pieces, a few more pieces, but their whole team. Who yeah. starts the one for them? Is it Suggs? Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Yeah. Suggs backing him up. Um. No, I think they uh, I think they play both. They play both. One yeah, and two. Sucks plays two. Um, they put because uh, you know the the Wagner twins yeah. are both on that team. Franz Wagner's. Yeah. Um, Franz is pretty four. good. He's been averaging twenty points per game this season. Yeah. Mo Wagner been coming off the bench, averaging uh, eleven and a half. Yeah, Paolo's been leading the charge, averaging twenty one this game or this season, forty eight percent from the field, thirty eight percent from three. Yeah. It's a big uptick. From last season, from 29% last season. Yeah. It's huge for him. That is huge. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you just because, you know, they're still so neck and neck with the New York Knicks. And I think the New York Knicks, they're a fantastic team. Jalen Brunson had a 50 ball not too long ago. Yeah. He's one of the best players in the NBA, in my opinion. I think he's top 15. He's, re- he's just been getting better and better and better. I mean, it's unbelievable how much of a score he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could argue he's a he's a like a pure scorer. Like that guy gets buckets. That's what he does. Yeah. But I've really been impressed with his facilitating to go along with it. Yeah. He's been very two-dimensional on the offensive side. Um and it's been big for the New York Knicks. I think it plays a big part um come playoff time. But you know, you got them, you got the Miami Heat, um you got the Cleveland Cavaliers while the, however they are going through a big injury bug right now. Yeah. Got two key starters out for a couple months. I'm um, talking about Darius Garland and uh, Evan Mobley, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, Evan Mobley. Um, so who knows what to expect from the Cavs, where they're going to be, at, if they're going to end up making the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough for them because yeah. they're already doing everything they can to hold on to Donovan Mitchell for the long term, and this does not help at all with that. No, it does not. How about John Morant, man? Serving his, uh, serving his, what was it, a 25-game suspension? Yeah. I can't believe that's already over. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It is. First game back, literally, it was it was storybook. 
it was as good as you could have asked it. First game back, team's dealing with a bunch of injuries. Marcus Smart, one of the guys not playing for him. You know, they go down big against the New Orleans Pelicans on the road. They're down by 20-plus in the second quarter. Um, John Morant's having a decent game, but, you know, it t- it's taking them time to get going. The man explodes for 35 points. 35, I think. 34, 35. Yeah. And he ends up hitting the game winner as the horn sounds off. About a five-foot floater. Classic John Morant. Cla- classic John Morant. It was, a, <laughs> it was a one-on-one call. I can't believe John Morant was saying that. He didn't even want to do that. He was trying to get it to, uh, was it Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson? Probably. He was trying to get guys. it to one of those guys, and Desmond Bain said, Your time. Excuse my language. He said, fuck no, you're getting the ball. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they ran a one-on-one ISO. I just couldn't believe the Pelicans didn't go and double. Make yeah. someone else beat them. It was a one-on-one ISO. John Morant hit him with the hezzy spin move. After that, you know, he's by him already. He's already inside the free throw line. Yeah, he's and then out jumping everybody. He's out jumping everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't dunk or anything like that. But it was a perfect floater shot. Something that he could hit in his sleep. He has that soft touch. Rolls in as soon as the buzzer sounds, and they walk out there as you know as they win the game. You know, they're still plus a thousand um, to make the playoffs this season after such a slow start. You know, if if there's any betters out there, you know, I'd recommend hopping on it right now before they go on this big winning streak with John Morant. Because yeah. they're going to win. They're, they're, you know, 6-19 and 19 before John Morant comes back. I was really impressed with the way he played. I thought he was going to be rusty. Not at all. No. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. If, if, anyone, if anyone listening to this loves plus money, there's no better plus money out there than Grizzlies to make the playoffs right now. I'll just say that. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Because the playing but, tournament. Like, they can be a 10 seed and still make the playoff, yeah, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And other news, you know, a lot of stuff going on with the Golden State Warriors right now. Yeah. I guess I'll work backwards. You know, my Celtics went up against them last night, um, December 19th, went to overtime. Um, Tatum rolled his ankle early in the game, came back, played through it, finished the game. Um, only had 15 points, though. Is Man, it was, a, it was a Steph Curry show, like it always is, yeah. you know? Um and of course, you know, first game prior, Warriors playing the Celtics, you know, Steph Curry doesn't hit a three in a game for the first time in, I don't know, six years. <laughs> it was like 285 games. I think. It was a bizarre number. It was a bizarre number. So you knew he was going to come in balling. And I mean, he did exactly that. Um, I mean, I just want to say this, though. I mean, Jalen Brown's playing the best basketball of his career. Derek White's playing the best basketball of his career. Yeah. We still we we got a squad, you know. There's no Porzingis in that last last game. Um, I I know you have no idea who he is. N- number uh, eighty eight, I believe, on the Celtics. Nemius Queda. No, that boy is gonna. He's a he's gonna be a solid role player he's for a us. Bucket getter. Time. I mean, he's not a bucket getter, but <laughs> big time rebounder, big time shot blocker. He's able. He can finish in the paint. Just does the little things, you know? Yeah. Something we always had like Robert Williams do. Yeah. I really think he's going to end up being a key piece for us come playoff time. Yeah. Nemius Queda, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly not too sure. Yeah. I'm sure you're right. Um, but, yeah, I like him. But, you know, it didn't matter last night. It's fine. Steph Curry show. Jason Tatum had a chance at a game winner. Didn't hit it. Yeah. Um, upset me a little bit. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. I moved on. They've been very bad in overtime as they lose to just about everybody. And I don't know if you saw the game winner or the the dagger Steph Curry hit in that game last night. Mm. It was a moonshot. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it 
was Steph Curry like. It was it was a great game. It was a great game to watch. The reason why I was talking about this is because you know the Warriors are with down a body right now, so to speak, after Draymond Green laid out a body not too long ago. <laughs> Draymond Green punching Yusuf Nurkic right in the face. Um, trying to he said he was uh, trying to what was the what was the exact words you remember? I mean he was flopping. He said he was trying to um draw a foul. Draw yeah, he was trying to draw the foul. Thank you. He punched him in the face. And he ended up punching <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic in the face. <laughs> um and that led to an indefinite suspension from the NBA for him. Um they said he's gonna be out at least three weeks. Um it could be longer, we don't know. Um, what do you think of all that mess with Draymond Green? Honestly, I mean, he probably deserves it. Honestly, I mean, I definitely think he deserves it. I mean, over the years, the amount of shit that he's done is unreal from kicking LeBron in the balls <laughs> in the finals, yeah, uh, punching his own teammate in the face, dude choking can, out Rudy Gobert. Dude can't even do interviews for two weeks because he is a black eye, yeah. And now, this, I mean. The funniest part about it is the way other players and coaches are talking about it. They're talking about it like he has an addiction. Like yeah. he has a serious problem, <laughs> like hitting people. Yeah. It's funny. It really is. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, he might. He might. It's like, oh, I hope he gets the help he needs. I mean, like you, heard the quote after the, you heard the quote after the Rudy Gobert thing. I think we've talked about it on the pod. You know? He uh, said, you know, he said time stopped for him while it was happening. <laughs> He said he went and looked at the film, and he said he had no idea he was choking him for that long. He said he thought it was just a couple seconds. I it's feel like that's unreal. the definition of what an, a, someone with an addiction would say. You know, it's just like funny. it's just funny. I hope he like people really saying. I hope he gets the help he needs. Yeah, like yeah, like that's been all around the league. Like he's a drug addict. It's crazy. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Yeah, like no one even said that about John Morant. Yeah, like, it's just like oh, he needs to grow up. But Draymond is like, people are really worried about this guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. It'll be like interesting Steve to see how Kirk, his career Steve Kerr's quote, like, I hope the guy that choked out Gobert and punched Yusuf in the face, like, I hope that guy gets help. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he defending him at one point, though? Yeah, but with the Gobert thing, he was like, yeah. oh, like, he was. Yeah. I don't even know, but I don't know. It is it is crazy. It's ridiculous. There's a lot going on in the NBA right now. It's like a 40, 35, a 35 year old man, and he's people are talking about him like he's an addiction to fighting people. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I'm trying to think if there's any more uh team talk before we move on to these matchups on Christmas Day. Um I mean, how about the Minnesota Timberwolves this year so far? Yeah. They're sitting at 25, 20 and five. The and, best they have the best record in the NBA. And yeah, and, and okay, I thought you were saying and. Ant. Yeah, Ant. Anthony Edwards? Yeah. Ooh, he's he's in the news for a couple things these last couple days. Yeah. You see that? I did see Oof. that. That's always tough seeing new that. Baby stuff come out. Form, huh? New, ba- <laughs> new baby on the way for him. New baby on the way. He was trying his best for it to not come. Um, he does not want it. Yeah, he he made that very clear. We'll leave it at that, though. Send a video. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. He's not ready for a kid right now. <laughs> I mean, how old is he though? Like my age, twenty-two. Yeah, no, he's younger than you. Yeah, he's probably yeah, twenty-one. Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's twenty-two. Your age. Timberwolves sitting at twenty and five, and and you want to who's in second place in the Western Conference? Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, 
Denver Nuggets sitting in third place, followed by the Kings. I mean, we've just the Eastern Conference. It's been what we've been expecting the top teams to be. Yeah, the Magic are the one team that's coming out of nowhere, but that's it. The Western Conference Timberwolves, man, they oh, look yeah. really, really good. I mean, the Thunder still have like ten first round draft picks in the next three. Years. I know it's crazy. I know. I mean, Shea is unbelievable. Probably a top two point guard in the it's league. It's crazy to think. They got all that just for Paul George. Yeah. I mean, no, Paul, they yeah, traded. Yeah, Paul George is a really good player. But they traded. It goes back farther than that, though. Doesn't it? I don't think so. It's been a while. They got so many draft picks. They've been now. on the team a while. You know? But who else did they have? They traded that Russ was part of it. They have draft picks still from Russ, I think. Are you talking about the. Oh, you're just talking about the, all the picks the Thunder All the have. picks they have. Like, yeah, they're from yeah, so no, many well, they different have 20 trades. draft picks. They, I'm pretty sure they got like six or seven from that trade. Yeah. I mean, to go along with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. They traded KD, Paul George, Russ. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they still have picks from, but. And now they're all on the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And they look decent. James, James Harden looks had, really good. Yeah. He's balling. Yeah. He's balling. What was that last night? Two nights ago. Well, he's been doing it for about eight games now. Yeah. Well, the, the snow angels. The snow angels. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the other night. That was unreal. Clippers look really good. I mean, they have a great roster. They. I mean, Aaron's man. You still that's a first him. name. That's a first guy you name. Well, we just named <laughs> James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi, Kawhi, Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Norman Powell. Who's their, uh, who's their big? That's their weak like, point of their team. It's like P.J. Tucker and no, uh, Zubats. Zubats. That's the weak point of that team. It really is. Yeah, but if that's... Like you know, because I, I play with the Clippers in 2K. And I play now. <laughs> you are not. I am. Right I'm now. talking about You're it. You're not right I'm now. I'm talking about it. Okay. Go on, I guess. One through four on my roster dominates. <laughs> but if the other team I'm playing has a good center, it's GG's. <laughs> That wasn't your best comparison <laughs> on this show. No, probably not. But my point is Zubats is not good. Is the weak link. Yeah. Zubats is the weak link. <laughs> um, all you really need from him is to play defense and rebound the basketball, though. Yeah. And, I mean, he can rebound the basketball pretty well. But he's know? he can't guard No. some of the elite centers in the West. No, but. Can't even check him. He's averaging nine right now, nine rebounds a game. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Nine rebounds and he's seven feet tall. Get out of here with that, man. <laughs> Get out of here with that. I don't know how we got to the Clippers talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Renaming the teams in the West. Yeah. Those are some those are definitely some teams to look out for though, without a doubt. Timberwolves might be scary right now. The way Anthony Edwards is playing. Seems like they figured out the Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns situation. Yeah, they did. They did. Carl Anthony Towns taking a big step back, but they're really good. Nas Reed, too. They got three centers. Nas Reed yeah. plays big minutes. Yeah. They play all three of them sometimes. It's crazy. And it's the only guard you need. He's yeah, the only honestly, ball handler you need. He's so good. Team. He is. He's really good. He's 21 years old. I yeah. am excited to see what he's like when he's 26 and he's yeah. actually like in his prime. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> Jordan 2.0? Seriously. I don't know. He just looks like him. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the same build and everything. They play similar, I guess. Yeah, I would, for sure, I'd say. Eh, not exactly. Jordan was flashy. Yeah, I, Ant's pretty flashy. He was naturally flashy. Nah, I don't think he's... Ant's pretty flashy. You think? I don't... 
shirts, mm. some of those poster dunks he has, dude. Yeah, those poster dunks, but Jordan had those. Jordan was... The difference Jordan is had that a, Jordan was all NBA defense first team. Mm-hmm. LeBron doesn't do that. Well, Jordan was the best. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bron's clamps. He's clamps. Say whatever you want, Bron's clamps. Yeah. He's clamps. Fi- we'll finally get to it, guys. All right? We won't... <laughs> Won't keep pushing it back anymore. The How about up. these Christmas Day games, though? <laughs> huh? What'd you say? Matchups on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about these matchups on Christmas Day, though? Noon games start us, starting us off. Milwaukee Bucks, Damon Giannis, dynamic duo, uh, traveling to Madison Square Garden. Take on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. Bucks four and a half point favorites so far in that game. I think I like the Knicks in that game. I think I like them too. I think Jalen Brunson is incredible. Looks I don't know. So though. good. I could just be saying that. he just he does. He looks so good. And I mean, when you when RJ Barrett, Jalen Brunson, a fifty ball the other night. Mm, yeah, no, did you not? Hear? <laughs> Is that what you just talking about? Mm-hmm. A couple minutes ago. Oh, yeah. it's cool. We had a. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> he's a dog. He's a top fifteen player in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, right now. But I mean, it's hard saying that because you know, the Bucks are on a roll. Yeah. Dame's playing. Dame's finally get got it going. You know. Giannis is Giannis. Yeah. That's going to be a really fun one to watch. But I'm probably going to take the underdog right there with you. Home dog in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. On Christmas Day, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Taking the next. How about uh, Warriors Nuggets? 230. ABC in Denver. Defending champs. Taking the home team again. Yeah? Yeah. Four and the, a half point spread? It's just tough. Is Jamal Murray still out? Uh, I would, I would say yes. I yeah. mean, he's definitely out right now. Yeah. I would assume he will not be playing. That's a tough one for me without Jamal. I think with Jamal Murray, the Nuggets are... Oh, he is playing. Is he? He is playing. My mistake. Yeah. Then the Nuggets, I'm giving it to the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are the best team in the league with Jamal Murray in that lineup. Yeah. Because without Jamal Murray, Jokic has honestly... He's gone through it. I mean, he's been good. Yeah. But he hasn't scored to the efficient amount as he normally has. I think he's still... very strange. I I still think he has the most total... Points, rebounds, and assists in the league. That doesn't surprise me. It's Jokic. It's a crazy stat, though. Yeah, he leads everybody in points. He's a center, and he leads the league in assists. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, the team revolves you know, around, around him. him. It does, yeah. He's the best player in the league. The re- I mean, there's a reason why they. Ca- it seemed like they cakewalked through the playoffs last year. They did. It's because this guy is just a different type of He's. It's hard to describe how good he is. Because he has such a an unnatural type of game that you normally see in the modern day. Yeah, you know he's the he's a heavier guy. He's a center. Doesn't move um, fast. You could argue he's a pass first guy. He's slow. Doesn't yeah. He doesn't jump high. Doesn't jump very high. But man, <sighs> does everything else perfect. There's something special about him though. Yeah, he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't. He doesn't turn the ball over. He knows the game extremely well. He doesn't. Take- man doesn't even train in the off season. Just rides his horse. He doesn't take bad shots. And he shots. got better. <laughs> he did. It's got crazy. better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably right there with you uh, taking the home team. Hopefully this trend doesn't keep going, though. Primetime, biggest game of the afternoon on Christmas Day. Biggest rivalry in all sports. Celtics-Lakers uh, in L.A. Celtics one-and-a-half-point favorites right now. What do you think of that? I like the C's. When's uh, Porzingis back? Uh, he's playing tonight. Yeah, yeah, be f- yeah, he's fine. I like the C's because I think uh, I don't think a lot of guys can guard AD, but Porzingis can match up at least size wise. He can match him up. Yeah, 
We got the size to compete with the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers are normally a lot bigger than most of their opponents. So you just have one of the few guys that can guard LeBron with JT. Try to guard LeBron. I wouldn't say anyone can guard him. See, I no don't even can know. Guard LeBron, we'll but. maybe put JT on Bron, but like recently, you know, we normally have been putting Tatum on the worst player. You know? Why? Just because we, we always put Drew Holiday on the best player. And then we always put Derek White in the other guard. And normally the second best player would be a guard. Put yeah, God. And Drew then, Holiday's guarding LeBron. Uh, he's he he's guarded Giannis. He's guarded Joel Embiid. Um, he's guarded. Can't remember who he guarded in that Knicks matchup. So I guess I won't say anything. But you know, those are two big names. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And they're way bigger than him. Yeah. So it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because you know the Celtics. We switch everything. Yeah. So it doesn't mean he's going to be on him all 24 seconds, but he always starts out starts on guys on like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if we did the same thing with – Yeah. probably not, though, just because it's Braun. He'll know how to take advantage of it. I feel like um, JT and – So I could see – JT yeah. and LeBron got to guard each other yeah. for Christmas Yeah, no, I agree. Day. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I hope we don't do it. I just – I've seen Missoula do it a ton this season. Yeah. But I agree. That's a I mean, key matchup to look out for on Christmas Day. Missoula probably – Definitely knows better than he knows us. best. Yeah. He knows what he knows. He yeah. knows what day it is. Yeah, he knows yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I probably like the Celtics too, just because we're no, more complete. Um, we just, but we have been, you know, obviously we're undefeated at home so far this season. Um, Five hundred on the road. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe the Lakers get the best of us. You know, I feel like last time we faced off against them, there was a lot of controversy. Um, Ron was crying like a baby. Pat Beverly was, uh, yeah. Or was it that might have been the Sixers game? <laughs> a lot of stuff goes on. <laughs> but a lot of games in the NBA. Um, I, yeah, but um, <laughs> I, I'd still expect a big game from the superstars yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. But I like Celtics too. They normally they've been shown out the last couple of years on Christmas. Yeah. Whether home or on the road. Ron, you're 21 though. Just got to say that. He's the goat, man. Year 21 averaging these numbers, absolutely stupid. How about uh, Philadelphia, Miami, 8 o'clock game, ESPN in Miami. Sixers heat. That's going to be a fun one. I think I like Philly. I think I do too. I I know Bam's a great center, but he doesn't have the size to guard Joel down the post. And on top of that, Tyrese Maxey is out of nowhere – I want don't say that. Not out of nowhere. Come on now. Not out of nowhere. Hyping him up. But he is he's way better than he was last season. He was well, really how, wasn't I was saying really, that all last season? You know, once James Harden is gone, he takes in that number two role. You know, it's wraps. I said that. I said Tyrese Maxey for most improved last year, and you thought I was crazy because he was already that good. Okay, okay. That doesn't help. With, <laughs> that doesn't help with your what you were saying though. Yeah, I already thought I he's already he he's been big, that good. He took a big jump. But he's been that good. Yeah. He's been that good. Yeah, he just had to share the ball more with James yeah. Harden. But yeah. He's – him and Joel are – that's all they need. I don't know. I went in – I was at the Hornets Sixers game this past Saturday in, uh, whew, in Charlotte. My, oh, my. And beat at 40 and asleep. <laughs> I swear. He was he was just walking around, all shoot around. Just mediocre, mediocre shoot around, whatever. Just goes out there and – just made it look like he was playing with playing against a freshman team and he's varsity, you know? I swear it was that bad. Who do the Hornets start at the center? Don't tell me it's Mason Plumley. No. Okay. Um I don't know why I Nick thought Nick Richards. That. Um Probably yeah, worse. it was Nick Richards. I mean, there was no 
No, LaMelo didn't play. Gordon Hayward didn't play. P.J. Washington didn't play. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a... Yeah, it was like Joe Embiid versus the G League. Yeah, well, I mean, Terry <laughs> Rozier was playing. Gosh, it's crazy. You know, I can't <laughs> even remember everyone else. It was bad, though. Yeah. I mean, they ended up losing by 40. Yeah. Um, and Embiid had 40 points. And I swear to God, every single basket was a f- mid-range pull-up. You know, he'd just sidestep him, hit him with a jab. Take a one dribble right in front of him, you know? Yeah. And the defender would back up and he'd just shoot it right over top of him. Yeah. Cush every time. Yeah, Philly's going to be a problem for years to come. Yeah. New head coach Nick Nurse, he's won before with Kawhi. Yeah, it's going to – I mean, they're going to be great. They're going to be great. And yeah. the Heat have been going through a lot of ups and downs this year. Yeah, Christmas Day, doesn't matter. They're on the road. I, I like Philly, honestly. Yeah. How about that uh, last game, though? Mavericks-Suns, night game in Phoenix. Suns have had a slow start to the year. Bradley Beal's out again. They've played, what, 10 minutes with that trio together, if that? 14 and 13 going against the 16 and 10 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Suns are a five-and-a-half-point favorite so far going into this game. Wow, I like that matchup just because Booker and Doncic hate each other. Yeah. It'll be entertaining. It's a perfect game for the it Christmas is. night game. It is. It'll be entertaining. I think that uh, Kyrie Irving against KD. Yeah. Honestly, it's going to be up to uh, which role players can do the most. Yeah, because you know the other four guys are going to ball. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, guys to watch out for, I'll just say now, I mean, for the Mavericks, without a doubt, Derek Lively. Yeah. Um, he's been looking great. Um, he's been a huge piece for them. He's honestly been their starting big. Yeah. Um, he's going to get a tough matchup going up against Yusuf Nurkic. Um, then for the Suns, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but you know, Grayson Allen, I think big X factor for them. Yeah. In a game like that. Prime time, Christmas Day. Um, they're gonna need someone to be hitting those corner threes. Yeah. <laughs> he can hit them. I know it He's sounds cliche, shooter. but it's true. Yeah. A lot of guys make a big living off of sitting in the corner. Yep, Grant Williams is one of them. <laughs> uh yeah, PJ Tucker. I mean PJ Tucker. <laughs> no, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be really exciting. It's gonna yeah. be a great Christmas. Yeah. A lot of fantastic games. Last thing, who you think who you think actually wins MVP though, for the NFL? For the NFL, mm-hmm. as the season wind down, Rock Birdie. I hope not. Me too. I agree. Because I mean, yeah, he's had a great season. His numbers are fantastic, but I feel like the eye test matters a little bit. He only know? does that good because the guys around him. I'm oh, I agree. Honest. I agree. I mean, the- give him a little bit of credit. He's still able to do it. Yeah. You know, we give crap to Kyle McCord because he can't get it to the guys around him, you know? Um, okay, or he can't He can't do enough. I know. That's, that's <laughs> Brock Purdy two years ago, you know, was a nobody quarterback from Iowa You're right. State. You're right. Mr. Irrelevant, You're right. you know? Yeah. So Maybe Kyle McCord will win the MVP one day. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy would that be? Talk about an underdog story. Talk about an underdog story. <laughs> that would be nuts. Hey, never say never. Yeah. I just I I hope it's Chris McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so do I. I just want it to be a position player for yeah, once. Yeah, I agree 100%, especially if Tyreek Hill gets that 2,000 yards in these next three weeks. Yeah, it's the game and he still gets it, damn right he should get it. Yeah. But I don't know. It should be interesting. Uh, you know the duo will be back in a couple weeks as uh, next week's Christmas. Um, Going to have a little bit more time off. We'll be right back in 2024. That's crazy. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, guys. Um, and Happy New Year. 2024, right around the corner. Who would have yeah. thought? It's crazy. Thanks for tuning in for Lance's House Sports, guys. 
Go Buckeyes, obviously. And uh, Happy New Year.